Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you. Good morning. We are blessed to be here on another Sunday. We have made it through this week. All the tribulations that we had to get through in our job and our homes. But we're here this morning just to tell the Lord, thank you. Our scripture reading from this morning will come from 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 20 through 21. And I believe this is very fitting for this morning. It reads, but Christ has indeed been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. Verse 21 says, for since death came through a man, the resurrection of the dead comes also through a man. And we're here this morning not to celebrate a bunny, not to celebrate eggs, but we're here this morning because we're just excited that he got up. Is there anybody that's excited this morning that he got up? That he didn't just die, he didn't just stay in the grave, but he got up? Let's pray this morning. God, this morning before we ask you for anything, we thank you for everything. We thank you for breath in our bodies, God, and we thank you for restoring breath in Jesus' body that he got up just for us. God, we thank you for a perfect death for imperfect people. We thank you that even though we miss the mark sometimes, God, you are still good. God, we thank you for restoring breath in our bodies that we were reborn through you. And so, God, our prayer this morning is in this service that we don't just stick to an agenda, that we don't just do what we printed on paper. God, our prayer is that you have your way, that you move amongst this place, that you restore people's health, God, that you restore people's faith, that you restore people's minds, God, that you have your way in this place and move only like you can, God. Your people are here. Your people are ready. Your people are excited for what you're about to do. And so we wait patiently, but God, in the midst of us waiting patiently, we take this moment just to give you praise. So God, have your way. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you. What an absolutely wonderful Savior we serve. Are you grateful to be here today? Are you grateful to be joining online today? Let every, everything that's breathing give God some kind of praise, would you? Hallelujah. Come on in, those that are coming and get settled. And we will enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter his courts with praise. We are thankful unto him and we do bless his name because the Lord is good. Do you know it? The Lord is good. Come on, Lord, I lift your name on high.
Lord, I lift your name. Lord, I lift your name on. How I love to sing your praises. Lord, I love to sing your praises. I'm so glad you're in my life. I'm so glad you're in my life. I'm so glad you came to say. I'm so glad you came to say. Lord, I lift your name. I lift your name. Lord, I lift your name on high. How I love to sing. Lord, I love to sing your praises. I'm so very glad you're in my life. I'm so glad you're in I'm so glad you came to save us. I'm so glad you came to save us. You came from heaven down to earth. You came from heaven to earth to show the way from the earth to the cross. My death today, from the cross to the grave, from the grave to the sky. Lord, I lift your name on high. Come on, sing with us, would you? Lord, I lift your name on high. Tell him. Lord, I lift your name on high. How I love to sing your praise. Oh, I love to sing your praise. I'm so very glad you're in my life. I'm so glad you're in my life. I'm so glad you came to save us. I'm so glad you came to save us. Lord, I lift your name. I lift your name. Lord, I lift your name on high. How I love to sing. How I love to sing your praise. I'm so very glad you're in my I'm life. I'm so glad you're in my life. I'm so glad you came to save. I'm so glad you came to save. Come on, you came from heaven down to earth. You came from heaven to earth to show. From the earth to the cross. My debt to pay. From the cross to the grave. From the grave to the sky. Oh, I lift your name on You came from heaven down to earth. To show the way from the earth to the cross. My death to From the cross to the grave. From the grave to the sky. One more time.
lifted up. Come on, just clap your hands. Oh, clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Come on, oh Lord, we praise you. Oh Lord, we praise you. Oh Lord, we praise you. You're high and lifted up. Oh Lord, we praise you. Oh Lord, we praise you. Up. Oh, Lord, oh Lord, we praise you. Oh Lord, we praise you. Oh Lord, we praise you. You're high and lifted up. 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 Hallelujah. Come on, lift him. What a glorious Savior we serve. Are you grateful that he lived, that he died, and that he rose from the grave? Come on, clap your hands and tell the Lord thank you. Hallelujah. You may be seated. What an absolutely wonderful Savior we serve. How grateful we are just to be able to come together today, whether in person or virtually and celebrate the fact that he still lives. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Let me um, give you a few items and then we will continue on in our worship. Would you keep Brother Stevens uh, Deacon Larry Stevens and his family in your prayers. His brother passed uh, down in Texas this week. Uh, if you would uh, pray for them. We will let you know when we get information, further information. Um, Deacon Burks, would you stand please, sir? Sister Burks, would you stand? Uh, last Sunday they celebrated their 40th wedding anniversary. Congrats. Congrats. I do want to make you aware that if you have forgotten, our fast does begin on this coming Tuesday, April 19th. Uh, 40 days of fasting and prayer. What we are asking is that you would pray and seek the Lord as to what food item uh, or items you'll be giving up. Uh, we are not, um, as a body, doing a full fast. This is a partial fast. Uh, but there is some, some food that, that you can give up, that you enjoy, that your, your flesh tells you you got to have it. But we're telling our flesh, be quiet. I want to hear from God. I say it every year, we don't fast to make God hear us, right? He hears us. We don't fast to make him hear us. And we don't fast to twist his arm to make him do what we think he ought to do. We don't fast to get him in line with us. We fast to get ourselves in line with him, all right? Um, there is a consecration booklet that the ushers have 
uh, at the end of service. You can grab it on your way out. They will have it. Uh, you can grab your grab on your way out. Um, each day it has 40 days here, and on each day it has uh, a scripture. Uh, it has room for you to reflect on the scripture of the day uh, and room for you to journal a prayer in relation to that scripture uh, for 40 days. It also has some information about why we fast and what biblical fasting is. Um, here at Mount Calvary, we want to be biblical in our fasting. Um, so we're not fasting from, I mean, you can add television or Facebook or all, all right, um, but fasting in the Bible involves food, okay? And so we want to make sure that, uh, that, that there is some food involved. I will say it again, we don't need to fast from sin, okay? Sin is something that we should not be engaging in, period, right? So you don't fast from sin, okay? I'm going to give up. Well, yeah, do. <laughs> but... But that's not part of the fast, okay? Uh, but this booklet, uh, the, the ushers will have on your way out of the door. There is also a note about if you are under doctor's care. Consult your doctor. Call your doctor's office. Tell them, I belong to a congregation and we are corporately fasting and I know I'm under your care. What do you think? All right? Um, more than likely, they will, they will tell you what you can and cannot, what you should and should not give up. Um, they, they'll be helpful, okay? But please include your medical professional in, uh, in that conversation. Thank you all so much for coming. I didn't know if anybody would show up at all uh, last Sunday afternoon in Columbus. Uh, but you all showed up in Mount Calvary fashion. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for driving up the highway uh, to be with your pastor. And what a time we had at the Unity Baptist Church in Columbus last week. Uh, next week, I'll be preaching at the Mount Carmel Baptist Church at 4 o'clock next Sunday. Uh, that is on Dayton Liberty Road. Uh, certainly, I would love to have uh, you there with me. Um, choir, listen. Listen, last week, the choir hasn't been together in two years. And last week we said, whoever wants to sing, y'all come on to Columbus and sing. And did they ever, did they ever. Thank you all so much and welcome back. Welcome back. Um, whoever wants to, uh, at Mount Carmel next week, 4 o'clock, you come on and you can sing. Uh, also, uh, next Sunday morning at 9.30, if you want to sing next Sunday service, you come on. You meet me here in the choir center at 9.30. You don't have to have been a part of the choir already, uh, but you come on and you can sing. There is no specific uniform next week. Um, Y'all just, just come on, and, uh, and I'm not looking at anybody. I'm looking at my paper. That applies. If you feel like bringing out a lead guitar, you can do it too. I am, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm just looking at my paper. All right. Don't forget that I asked you uh, last week to, uh, to bring something extra this week for the United Negro College Fund. Uh, the, uh, the UNCF Sunday is coming up uh, next week. And uh, and I am serving as one of those uh, as one of the co-chairs for UNCF Sunday. Uh, we here at Mount Calvary we want to to help the United Negro College Fund. We want to be able uh, to top what we gave them last year. You all were so generous. Uh, we gave them I think it was a little over four 
$4,000 from UNCF Sunday, and we want to top that this year. Um, Minister Chris, when he comes at the end with offering instructions, he will give you specific instructions on how to give. Um, Deaconess Sandifer is still taking names uh, for a walking team for the Epilepsy Foundation. That Epilepsy Walk is going to take place on Saturday, May the, May the 7th at, um, it used to be Fifth Third Field, it is now Day Air uh, Ballpark. Saturday, May 7th at Day Air Ballpark. Um, we want a team of people from Mount Calvary walking. Uh, I think she, she's got about three now. You can sign me up. Um, you can sign my kids up. Um, we're going to walk. There are many here in the congregation who are affected by um, seizures, um, who are affected by epilepsy, and we want to walk, raise money, and help find a cure, all right? If you, if you want to do that, you can, Deaconess Sandifer, would you wave your hand? Um, you can see Deaconess Sandifer, or, uh, or you can go to the Epilepsy Foundation website and get signed up on there. Look for the Mount Calvary team. Um, we'll get it on our website, too. Oh, perfect. It's on Mount Calvary's website now. Great, perfect, thank you. Uh, and we'll get everybody signed up. I think that's all that I have. Welcome into the sanctuary, those who are here. We are so glad you're here. We're glad you've chosen to worship with us. We don't take that lightly. And welcome to those who are joining us online, the e-congregation this morning. Most of us are still online. We thank God for the technology that allows us to worship together virtually. And we thank God for the people behind the technology who make that possible every week. Come on, y'all. Let's welcome our visitors like we do it. forgotten the scripture of the month but we'll pick that up uh, on next I'm sorry the hymn of the month we'll pick that back up next week but we're going to get ready to go to Matthew chapter 28 the choir is going to come and lead us further in worship and then we'll head over to Matthew chapter 28 for our lesson
Lucas.
Can y'all help us in the pew choir? Come on, I know he lives. Oh, I know he lives. me how I know. He lives within my heart. Matthew 28. Where did I, what did I send you all, Mountain Media? Did I start at verse 5? Thank you. Thank you. And the angel answered and said unto the women, Fear not, ye, for I know that ye seek Jesus, which was crucified. Should be one more verse. Y'all don't have it there? There we go. He is not here, for he is risen. As he said, come, see the place where the Lord lay. Verses 5 and 6 of Matthew chapter 28. You may be seated. We have to go ahead and get a director of music and worship arts. <laughs> because I can't start out out of breath. <laughs> Happy Resurrection Day to you all. Thank you. I must admit that as a preacher, I come into this Resurrection Sunday celebration with some mixed feelings about the expectations for today. Um, sometimes among preachers, it is called the Super Bowl of preaching. I have had and seen several admonishments from pastors and people alike posted online that today, out of all days, we ought to just tell the story, tell the gospel, tell the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I guess my question is, what are we preaching the other 51 Sundays? If we're not preaching the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus. That is the gospel. 
That's the good news. My son told me a few weeks ago, I preach the same thing every Sunday. No matter where I start out, I have to end up with early Sunday morning. <laughs> As a preacher of the gospel, that's all I've got. Everything else flows from and leads back to the gospel of Jesus Christ. I must admit I am a little disheartened by the scarcity of the gospel in much of the preaching that are here today on any given Sunday in any given church, radio station, television station, Facebook page. There is no shortage of preachers, but I'm afraid there is a shortage of the good news. We preach about money, houses, stuff, marriage. We preach about ourselves while the gospel of Jesus Christ falls by the wayside. But on this Resurrection Sunday, I got to tell you, I am honored to get to preach the simple truth about Jesus. That he was born of a virgin. That he lived a sinless life. That he was tempted in every way like us but without sin. I'm honored to tell you that he did no sin, no guile was found in his mouth. It is my privilege to tell you that Jesus lived. John said in the beginning was the word and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. He really lived. He was really in human form. He really turned water into wine. He really uh, walked on the water. He told the storm to be still. He really opened blinded eyes and unstopped deaf ears. He really fed hungry folk, healed lame folk, cast devils out of tormented folk, raised dead folk. All I'm trying to tell you is that he lived. And when the time was right for my sin and for yours, they hung him on the cross with a crown of thorns on his head. They put nails in his hands and in his feet. The prophet Isaiah talked about it. Surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrow. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was on him with his stripes were healed and when the time was right he died I want to correct something he was not murdered but he really did die what do you mean he wasn't murdered pastor well murder is when someone takes a life but Jesus said no man has the power to take my life. I lay it down of myself that I may take it up again. And the record is, on the cross, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And then he gave up the ghost. He died. I don't care what the skeptics say. He didn't faint or swoon they didn't switch him and Judas out. He didn't go into a coma. He died. Because God's justice demanded that a penalty be paid for our sin. He died. 
It had to be paid without, by one without spot or blemish. No angel was worthy. No man was worthy. So Jesus said, prepare me a body. I'll go down and do it myself. He died. Mark tells us at 9 o'clock in the morning he was crucified. By 12 noon, the sun blacked out. And around 3 o'clock, he gave up the ghost. And he died. They took him, put him in Joseph's new tomb. And for three days, he was in the grave. But today we celebrate that in the end of the Sabbath, as the day began to dawn, toward the first day of the week, the old preachers would put their fingers in their ear and say, early Sunday morning. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to the sepulcher and there was a great earthquake of the angel of the Lord whose face was shining bright like lightning. His clothes were white as snow. He descended from heaven, came and rolled the stone back from the door and sat on it. He didn't roll the stone away so that Jesus could get out. He rolled the stone away so the ladies could see in. And the angel said to the women, fear ye not. I know you're looking for Jesus, but he's not here. He is risen, as he said, come see the place where the Lord lay. And that's where I want to park for a little bit today. Fear ye not, for he is risen. Say that with me. Fear not. He is, he is risen. You know what fear is? A distressing emotion aroused by impending danger or evil or pain, whether that threat is real or imagined. Fear, it is the condition of being afraid. Fear, alarm, angst, anxiety. It leads to despair and dismay and doubt. Did you know that more than 40 million adult Americans have some sort of anxiety disorder? And that's just the adults. That's just the ones over 18. And that's just the ones who will talk about it. That's just the ones who have been diagnosed. Fear is a major stronghold in our society. And the worse our society gets, the worse the anxiety gets. But I've come with some good news today. The fact that the Lord Jesus is risen has some very real consequences for those of us who believe it means listen to me it means that there is a possibility there is an opportunity that we can live without fearing what others dread fear not he's risen so what does that mean reverend well let me give you three things quickly that we don't have to fear as a result of the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, I'll be quick and you can go and eat your, your Easter dinner. 
Number one, we are not afraid of the devil. Do you realize that because of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, the devil has been relegated to a position of perpetual and eternal defeat? You remember after Adam had sinned, God was handing out the sentence of disobedience. He told the serpent, I'm going to put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and hers. You will bruise his heel, but he's going to crush your head. Saints, I got to tell you, there are too many Christians who are walking around who are scared of the devil, who are scared of a defeated foe, a beaten enemy, a losing opponent, a lying wonder. They're afraid, listen to me, they're afraid that the devil is going to sneak in and do something to them and their families. But I've got news for you, the devil is already defeated. I know I'm in the word, Colossians 2.15, and having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Philippians 2.9, wherefore God hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven that's the angels of things in earth that's us and things under the earth that's the enemy and all of his demons and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father Hebrews 2:14. for as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood he also himself likewise took part of the same that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death that is the devil I know I hear you I hear you what about when Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and afflicted Job with painful sores on the, from the soles of his feet to the top of his head and, and much more happened to Job pastor doesn't this prove that Satan can bring curses well you got to look at the context of the Job situation there is some background to that story. Here it is. Satan had to get legal authority to afflict Job. God let him do it because it was all part of God's plan to bless Job with more than he had in the first place. Satan can't do anything without permission. So the resurrection means I don't have to be afraid of what the enemy will do to me or to my children or my children's children. You can go on to sleep. You can go on and rest. Let your mind, let your mind rest. You don't have to worry about what the enemy is going to sneak in and do because the enemy ain't going to sneak in and do anything. If he is allowed to do anything, it is because it is a part of God's plan to prosper you. That don't make much sense, does it?
<laughs> I'm so tired of us misquoting that Joseph story where we, where we, where we misquoted when Joseph, y'all remember Joseph, after his brothers had sold him into slavery and he ended up in prison and all that kind of stuff, then he ended up being second in command in Egypt. Y'all remember that? And his brothers came to see him and, and he said, what you all meant for evil, we misquoted and we say God turned it for good. No, that is not what the Bible says. Go back and look at it sometime. It says what you meant for evil, God meant for good. You thought you were selling me out to get rid of me and you were selling me out because God wanted to promote me. We're not afraid of the devil. Number two, I'm hurrying. Number two, we're not afraid of death. Hmm. Do you recognize what Jesus has done for us? Now, I've said it before. Jesus is not the first person to get up from the dead. Right? Elijah raised the son of Zarephath, of the Zarephath widow. Elisha raised the son of the Shunammite woman from the, de from the dead. There was a man raised from the dead when his body touched Elisha's bones. Jesus raised the son of the widow of Nain from the dead. Y'all remember that? Jesus raised the daughter of Jairus from the dead. And Jesus raised his friend Lazarus from the dead. Then after the resurrection, Peter raised Dorcas from the dead. Paul raised Eutychus from the dead. So what's the difference? There was a great preacher out of Houston, Texas. His name was Dr. A. Lewis Patterson. And he used to say, he used to say all of these were not resurrections. They were recitations. Recitations. Like when you resuscitate somebody. Um, they weren't resurrected. They were resuscitated. Because everybody that I just mentioned, after they were raised, they died again. And if you could find their graves, their bones would still be in the graves. But this man, Jesus, he wasn't resurrected. Uh, pardon me, he wasn't resuscitated. He was, was erected. He was the first to conquer death such that he died once to die no more. And the truth is, because he died and rose from the dead, we will never die. pastor that sounds too good to be true I'm just telling you what Jesus said y'all remember when he was talking to Lazarus' sisters at the tomb he said I am the resurrection and the life he who lives and believes in me shall never die he robbed the grave of its victory death no longer has the final say can you hear death mouthing off while Jesus was in the grave can you hear death talking out the side of his neck talking about once I got him ain't nobody leaving I take the strongest men I take the war but Paul said thanks be to God which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus can you imagine death's face when Jesus got up now if the Lord holds out if he, if he holds out if he tarries if he waits to come back if he doesn't come back first when my mission is over when my assignment is through 
I am going to lay down this earth suit because I won't need it anymore. I'm going to go to sleep over here. Hallelujah. And wake up in Jesus. But don't get it twisted. I'll never see death. He gave that I might live. He gave that I might be set free, exchanged his life for mine. What a wonderful thing. What a glorious thing. Is anybody grateful that you don't have to be scared of death? Because he lives. I love the way the songwriter wrote it. And then one day, I'll cross the river and I'll fight life's final war with pain. But then, as death gives way to victory, I'll see the light of glory and I'll know he lives. Because he lives, <laughs> I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Life is worth the living. We're not afraid of the devil. We're not afraid of death. But then finally, we're not afraid of defeat. Because Jesus got up with all power in his hands we cannot lose I'm not fighting for victory I'm fighting from a place of victory I just read it thanks be to God who gives us the victory the resurrection of Jesus from the dead means that you never have to fear defeat because even what looks like defeat is working together for good to you and can be counted as victory and I don't know what battle you're facing today I don't know what you came in with I don't know what you're struggling through watching online but I've come to tell you that through Jesus Christ we already have the victory that's why we don't have to wait until the battle is over we can shout now because we already have the victory you know what Isaiah 54 says no weapon formed against thee shall prosper and every tongue that shall rise against thee thou shalt condemn this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord you know what the Bible says he that dwelleth it's my favorite in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty I will say of the Lord he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust surely. He shall deliver thee 
from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence he shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust his truth shall be thy shield and buckler thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night nor for the arrow that flieth by day nor the pestilence that walketh in darkness nor the destruction that wasteth at noonday as a matter of fact a thousand shall fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand but it shall not come near thee would you look at somebody in the eyes with your mask on and tell them we win I don't know what you're going through I don't know what you're facing I don't know what your struggle is but whatever it is we win because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead we win you never have to fear losing you never have to fear defeat because we'll never see defeat we'll never see death and Jesus already whooped the devil so you might as well go ahead and just live let me close and we'll go eat all I'm trying to tell you is to quit worrying about whatever is worrying you. You've got to learn to say like David, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? You've got to learn to say like David, the Lord is the strength of my life of whom shall I be afraid when the wicked even my enemies and my foes came to eat up my flesh they stumbled and they fell though an host should encamp against me my heart shall not fear the war should rise against me in this will I be confident you've got to learn how to say like Paul who shall separate us from the love of Christ shall tribulation no shall distress I don't think so shall persecution uh uh or famine or nakedness or peril or sword as it is written for thy sake we are killed all the day long we are accounted as sheep for the slaughter nay in all these things we are more we are more than conquerors through him who loved us in other words we win in all these things we have the victory in tribulation we still win in distress we still win in persecution we still win even in famine we win in nakedness we still have the victory in peril we still have the victory in front of the sword we still have the victory can I add just a little bit to what Paul said in pandemic we still win even in sickness 
we still win in wars and rumors of wars we still win in ethnic cleansing we still win even in a country that might hate your guts you still win through him that loved us I know we've got to go dinner's in the oven we've got to get home so we can eat our Easter dinners and it's Resurrection Sunday and you want to beat the crowd to the restaurant so let me go ahead and close with my favorite story I already told you while the demons were rejoicing he died on Calvary he died until the sun blacked out until the moon dripped in blood he died until the earth began to reel and rock he died until the roman soldier said this has got to be the son of god he died until they took his body and put it in joseph's tomb and while the body was resting in sleep the spirit went down into the deep recesses of hell and banged on hell's iron gates and said lift up your heads O ye gates and be lift up the everlasting doors and the king of glory shall come in I see the demons peeping through the people saying who is the king of glory and the Lord answers the Lord strong and mighty the Lord mighty in battle can you see him kicking down the door he walked in took the keys to death hell and the grave and then early on Sunday morning he walked out holding the keys and said I am he who lives and was dead but behold I'm alive forevermore I've got the keys to death hell and the grave what are you trying to say here it is right here on Sunday morning he got up with all power in his hands and because he got up I don't have to be afraid because he got up I'm not afraid of the devil because he got up whatever the devil does he does it by permission because he got up I'm not afraid of death I'm not afraid of what's next I'll lay down my earth suit and be with Jesus I'll never see death because he got up I'm not afraid of defeat because I'll never lose I'll never lose I'll never lose I'll never lose would you make that confession today tell somebody I'll never lose It's a fixed fight. It's a fixed fight. Before I got in this thing, Jesus fixed it. When he got up from, I'm trying to quit. 
That's why I won't stop praising. That's why I won't stop worshiping. Even in the midst of the battle, I already know that I win, I win, I win, I win, I win, I win. Even in the midst of the battle, I already win. So I'm gonna go ahead and give him the praise like I know the end of the story. this ends. I, I already know how this ends. I, I, if you're watching, if you're watching, go ahead and go ahead and put it in the chat. Send somebody a direct message and encourage them today and tell them you win. <laughs> Let me tell you this and I'm going to give it to Chris. Y'all remember King Jehoshaphat and the children of Judah and when the children of Moab, Ammon and Mount Seir came together against Jehoshaphat and wanted to fight Jehoshaphat and Judah and they didn't know what to do and they fasted and they prayed and at the end of Jehoshaphat's prayer is where we're taking our theme for convocation this year we don't know what to do our eyes are on you <laughs> and as they were praying the Holy Spirit spoke not to one of the preachers not to one of the prophets just, just spoke to a normal guy and he said this battle is not yours go set yourself and stand still and see the salvation of the Lord and you know what they did? The next morning, they went out and had the nerve to put the army behind the musicians and the singers. Now the battle hadn't even begun yet, but they did what they knew how to do. See, there was no instruction that said, send praise first. Go back and read the story. There was no instruction that said, go put the praises out front. All the instruction said was, go stand and see. But they did what they knew to do. This was Judah. Judah means praise. 
they did what they knew to do before the battle even got started and you know what the Bible says as they did what they knew to do as they set as they praised the Lord set ambushes against the enemy I challenge you as I go to my seat that you ought to do what you know to do whether you feel like it or not you don't even see the enemy coming yet but you know the battle is looming go ahead and do what you know to do and watch God do God So listen, there are a few people who are already knucking and bucking already. But there's a few of y'all that's sitting quiet, right? Look at somebody real quick. I just want you to encourage them. Jacqueline Carr came out with a song one time, and she said, it's my winning season. And I didn't realize that it was a lie until this morning. It's not my season. You go into seasons. But there are a few people here this morning that were born into this season, right? Can you encourage somebody next to you and just tell them, I'm on the winning team this morning. And the reason I shout like this, the reason I praise like this is because I know that I'm on a team that can't lose. The reason I go crazy sometimes, the reason why I got to step out of work and give a praise in the car is because I'm on a team that can't lose. Now I'm going to give y'all two minutes and y'all better go after this praise like you know you already won. You might have not have won the battle, but can I tell you that the war is yours? Can I tell you that the war is yours? Go ahead and praise them like you already won. Shout like you've already won. 
shout like you've already won. You may not have won the battle, but the war is yours. Shout like you've already won. us to pass by this opportunity because there are a few of us that are going crazy already but there are some of you all watching online or in the room right now who are wondering why we shout the way we do can I tell you that the good news have already been told we want to open up a spot on the roster for you and if you want to be a part of the winning team we want you to be a part come on deacons the doors of the church are open and we want you to take part of this opportunity to be a part of a team that can't lose. We might go down in points sometimes, but I promise at the end of the game, we win. And we want you to be a part of this opportunity and take part in this opportunity. For those of you all watching online, if that's you, maybe you're saying, I heard the good news. I thought Easter was all about eggs and bunnies. But I realized that God didn't just die, but he got up for me. And if you want to take part, of being a part of not just this church, but the capital C church, the body of Christ. You are who he died for. I know many of you are watching are saying, wait till I clean myself up, wait till I can limit down on my sin. And can I tell you that God still loves you anyhow? And he won the battle for you, even with your messed up, jacked up self. He knew who you were, and he knew you weren't perfect, but he made a perfect sacrifice for your imperfect self. And we want you to take full advantage of this opportunity of coming to be a part of his body. So if that's you watching online, send us a message. Drop something in the comments saying, I'm ready. I'm ready to sign up for the winning team. Maybe that's you in the sanctuary. Just lift your hand and somebody will come over to you. We don't want you to leave out of here without signing up for this team. This walk does not mean that it's easy. It doesn't mean that you won't have troubles. But the truth of the matter is you got some teammates and you got a coach that will make sure that you won't lose. And that's good news. Maybe you're saying I'm already on the winning team, but I need to come together with some people who understand that winning is a part of what we do. Some people who give me some encouragement when I'm down in life, when I'm coming up against some obstacles. Maybe you need to be a part of this church. I always say it, Mount Calvary is not a perfect church just because we get to wear jeans some Sundays. We're not a perfect church because the choir don't got on robes and not matching. But we perfect because we strive after God's holiness. And maybe you want to be a part of this church. And the truth is, as badly as you want to be a part of this church, we want you to be a part. Because we want to be all that we can be called to be. Truth of the matter is, puzzles cannot be completed when pieces are missing. And maybe you are that piece that we are looking for so that we can be prepared when Jesus does come back. And if that's you, maybe you're watching online, send us a message. I told you, comment, lift your hand in here, and somebody will come to you. But we need you just as badly as you need us. If there's no one, let the church say amen. 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 Listen, pastor has already said that we don't just worship with song and with word, but we worship with our giving. And so we ask that you take full advantage in giving 
to this part of his church. We have many ways of giving here at Mount Calvary. You can give by Givelify, which is an app. You just go ahead and put in your information, tap give, and you're done. A simple process. Or you may give by Cash App. Our Cash App is dollar sign M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C. Maybe you're saying that's too advanced for me, Chris. I already put my stuff in an envelope. That's fine. You can hand it to the ushers on your way out. Or you can go ahead and come to the church. The deacons will be here till 1230 today. I hope I'm correct. They'll be here till 1230 to make sure that you can hand that into their glove-covered hands. You can also give by text to give. The number for text to give is, please read it off the screen because I can't see that far. Yeah. 855-908-0710. I'm hoping. If not, you just bless somebody else's church this morning. Amen. You may also want to give to United Negro College Fund, and if you're going to do so, we ask that you put it in an envelope and put that on the envelope with your name so that you may be credited for giving that. Or you may give by Givelify. Please make sure that you put in the memo section, United Negro College Fund. If there's nothing else, please be seated at the end of benediction and be under the direction of our ushers as they are following protocol for exit strategy um, so that we don't come into too much contact with each other, um, being that we are in the midst of a pandemic still. If there's nothing else, let us stand for the benediction and be seated as soon as I say amen. Don't get up, y'all. Now unto him that is able to keep us from falling and to present you faultless before his presence with exceeding joy to the only wise God our Savior be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and forever. Let all the saints who agree together say amen. 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 You all be seated please. virtually with us today. We look forward to being able to worship together in person soon. Until then, in the words of Pastor Sam, just live.